Hi, I'm Crystal, and this is the Left Behind Podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome to our final episode of the Left Behind Podcast. Wow, we finally made it. We're down to our last episode. It's been a fun ride, but you know, I'm sort of ready to just put down the mic and enter podcast retirement. You know, like settle down and just hang out with my cats. But thank you to every single one of you out there who listened, shared, and supported this podcast. We couldn't have made it this far without y'all. And if you haven't listened to the last episode, feel free to check it out. The podcast is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. You can also follow our Instagram page, The Left Behind, followed by two underscores to check out our old posts and episode summaries. Alright, so in the last episode, I got a little bit vulnerable with my mom as we tried to understand each other's perspectives on left-handers. We went down memory lane and talked about me growing up as a left-hander. A few friends even asked me if I got emotional. Well... All I can say is that I cannot confirm nor deny on whether I shed a single tear behind the scenes, but you all will never find out. I guess this episode's just gonna be a little self-reflection on this small journey we've been on. So, we started with a question. A question about my experience as a left-hander. I looked back on specific things that happened to me growing up, and it led to me wondering whether these things were a universal of the experience. And I was absolutely baffled. Now, as a left-hander, I'm usually aware of these minor inconveniences, so believe me, I'm reminded of it daily whenever I eat. Which is why I always try to be careful whenever I eat with other people so that my arm doesn't hit theirs. But at that very moment, it made me realize that even though I did nothing wrong, people still question and make presumptions about me. And this led us to episode 2. With my two friends, Nuveen and Akhil, we shared our own personal experiences growing up as a left-hander from different cultures and religions. From there, we could sort of see how religion views left-handedness, which, in a way, also affects one's identity. And these views are also presented as tradition, which are deeply rooted in society and in different cultures. However, one thing that his parents were particularly stern with was when it came to prayers. As an Indian, for all your prayers stuff, you have to use your right hand. When I was young, my right hand was really not coordinated properly, so I shake whenever I do all this kind of stuff. From my religion, what I understand is that left hand, they basically label it as like the unclean hand, where you use it for like dirty things, or like going to the toilet and all. So like for eating and praying and all, you're not supposed to use your left hand at all. Akhil also faced the same issue in his own culture and religion, but this is over the choice of using which hand to eat. Um, I'm not 100% sure if it's a 100% like, core Islamic belief thing, or if this is like a Malay belief that um, sort of got absorbed into Islam. But yeah, I mean, there is uh, there is the idea that your left hand is supposed to be the dirty hand. It's the hand that you are culturally taught to 
um, wash your buttocks with, <laughs> like when you clean up after you um, defecate and stuff. Uh, there's this understanding that you're not like the left is bad. It's not supposed to be like the clean or good thing. It's part of life, but it's not supposed to be what you let's say eat with or what you point into the Quran with. Because we're critical thinkers, we journeyed on and asked what right-handers think. In episode 3, I asked my right-hander friends around me on what they thought of left-handers and also their own identity as a right-hander. In a world mainly catered to right-handers, they definitely felt lucky in a sense where they didn't have to go through minor inconveniences in their daily life. But they all also mentioned how they didn't even notice these issues, which we can take as the dominance of the right hand, the norm in society. Thingy mentioned wanting to see their handwriting using their right hand, out of just pure curiosity. Apparently, she even has a left-handed friend who can use both hands interchangeably. On the other hand, Yuetong mentioned she felt curious about the way they do things sometimes, and this makes her view her handedness a bit differently. As for their view on their handedness as a righty, Thingy said that she never really thought about it until the podcast, but now she sort of feels lucky, in a sense where it's a bit more convenient to do tasks or use certain tools since, you know, it's made for right-handers. Yuetong also felt the same way, adding on about how you don't really notice it until someone points it out since it's just so normal. I also asked my other friends too, and well, a lot of them answered that they have no thoughts when it comes to left-handers, which proves what I said earlier. After learning about how people view left-handers and working on taking pride in my own identity, I decided to have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with the woman who has taught me everything I know, my mom. In episode 4, I asked her on what she thought of left-handers, while also asking for answers to some of the things that happened to me growing up. Although we both have different perspectives in the end, I could finally understand my mom and her reasons. As we've learned in the previous episode, tradition and culture both have a part in shaping society and the perspectives we have on certain things. So you think being a right-hander would be good? Well, yeah, because everyone else is a right-hander. And left-hander was often seen as very weird. Ah. And I, I, I didn't want you to get hurt from hearing those things. If someone comes and tells me they are left-handed, I just think they are not that normal. But it's not like I'm looking down on them or anything. But things are like different now. And you see, for this whole podcast, I went around asking not just left-handers, but also like right-handers about what they think of left-handedness. And they find it cool and interesting. So it's not like how it was in the past, you know. And they think we're unique when we're not weird. Is that so? Hmm, that's interesting. I guess times are different now and people nowadays are less traditional. Yeah, I feel the same way. Okay, I just want to know, if you have a chance again, would you still consider converting me into a right-hander? Well, yes, I would. And finally, here we are. Episode 5, The Conclusion. Looking back at it all, I can confidently say that my perception of left-handers have definitely changed. While others might still see it as merely handedness at the end of the day, I now just have this 
newfound love and appreciation for my left-hander identity. From seeing left-handedness as something that only brings inconvenience, I now see it as something that makes me unique and different. And I take pride in that difference with my dirty ink stained left hand. And that's a wrap for the Left Behind podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who listened and stayed with us since episode one. A huge shout out to the friends who helped give ideas, suggestions, and even lent a mic for me to record. I would also like to give a huge round of applause to the people behind the scenes as well. To our scriptwriter Stephanie, to Yuan Tong for all the audio editing, and finally to Singy for our amazing Instagram page and podcast website. I really could not have done it without them. I am your host Crystal, and this has been the Left Behind. Take care and bye.